Good morning! Welcome to Coffee with Mike. And I'm finally back home in Las Vegas after having been in Toronto for about three days and two nights on a mad rush to learn a new culture and ecosystem for the tech business that I'm in because we're a member of that association. I'm still reeling from the whole thing. Um, it was it was good. It was educational. I got to learn how the organization works. I got to learn how the people are, what their ecosystem is, what the... This is one of those deals where anything that's cut as far as the deal is concerned is a lot longer cycle, a lot longer process. Um, you know, talking to, talking to people from both the brand side and the property side, that's called the Global Business Travelers Association. So it's all about global business travelers uh, around the world. This was the Canadian version. It was their regional. Um, and it was good. It was a very good deal. Uh, I got to learn a lot of, I got to learn a lot about um, both sides because there were, it wasn't just um, hotels. There were a lot of them. Uh, it was it was the brand side of those hotels too. It was the corporate travel from airlines as well? So you had like United, Turkish, uh, uh, who was the other one? Uh, American and and British. Um, a bunch of uh, travel coordinators, uh, some software companies. It was it was just again you're learning a new environment. You're learning a new. Not necessarily. I guess you could call it a vertical. I don't know. A new, a new community. They all know each other, especially the Canadians. So it was, a, it was an interesting, um, it was an interesting experience. I definitely learned how they work. Uh, it it kind of goes back to some of what I remember when it comes to the corporate. These guys party hard. <laughs> it's not too much different than the MLMers. It's kind of interesting. Um, especially, geez, a couple of them. I, I one, one, one person like. I walked up. I had a I had a glass of Macallan, and apparently that person was holding already a, a glass of uh, Black Label. And I was like, I raised my glass to say cheers, and before I could say cheers, they looked up and went, "Is that for me?" And they reached their hand out and grabbed it. And I was like, "I guess." I'm like, "Whoa, double fisting! Holy cow! These guys are crazy!" And, and of course, they're young. You know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. But in any case, it was a great experience. I learned a lot about how uh, business etiquette plays into, again, building that kind of relationship, talking to people. I mean, today it's going to be all email follow-ups to tell everybody, hey, it was great meeting you. Um, you know, if there's any possibilities of us supporting you in any way, please let us know. Um, you know, welcome to our network, so to speak, as well. Uh, and there's about three or four of them that we're really, really interested in getting us in touch with. Um, divisions of their brand uh, again meeting a few people from both sides it was interesting um, and it's what really gets me is that it really does in our case because we're a tech company that's kind of like the uber of meeting spaces and uber was there by the way uber was there one of our competitors was there um, <clears throat> I want to say it was breather I think it was breather um, and and it was interesting because when when the brands start talking about wanting to do stuff with you, because <clears throat> they're always out trying to make themselves look good, but the guys that are at these things, they're not completely VPs, they're directors, you know, they're, they're middle management, they're trying to get ahead, 
know, they, they're on the grind, they want to go do something big, and, and they're feeling good about life, because, you know, they're doing okay. You know, some of these guys are clearing six figures a year, you know, and they're hustling. It's not that different from being an entrepreneur. The difference is the revenue of the company doesn't ride on their efforts, like as in an entrepreneur's deal. So, what else did I learn? I learned that um, you can't, uh, you can expect what you want, but if you don't pay attention, things will, will pass you by. Um, I've, I've watched a couple of, of conversations that were going on. It was really cool. Uh, these people are very observant, like an entrepreneur. Same story. So I learned some time ago that there are two types of people that you want in an organization when you're in a, in a startup like ours. And then you want another type of person when you have that corporate structure. When you yourself have graduated from employee, from manager into business builder, you know, when you're finally at a point where having the title vice president or president makes sense, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that you need another type of entrepreneur. You need an intrepreneur. This is a person that's not out there to go try to build something on their own. They're self-motivated. They're action takers and team workers. That's, the, that's a big one. Entrepreneurs aren't always the greatest team workers. They're good at putting together teams, but they aren't always the best at leading them. They're usually very good at starting stuff, getting it off the ground, You know, basically taking the plane, starting up the engines, getting it off the runway, and then after that having to hand it over to another pilot. But you've got these entrepreneurs who are very much interested in being inside of an operation. They're like, great, the plane's up, it's running, let's keep it, let's maintain it. How else can we make the plane fly better? What can we do to tweak the engine? What can we do to make the wings more smooth? What can we do to make the body even better? You know, they, 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 are, they are internal workers that are self-starters, motivated, and they're after it. And these are the kinds of people that you definitely want inside your organization. And I, I saw a lot of entrepreneurs at this event. And I, I, it gave me a very, really cool appreciation of how we need to be if we're in that, if we're in that kind of setting, if we're in a corporate mm -hmm. setting, kind of like where I'm, I'm, I'm at now, we're all still employees and managers. I mean, we're both right now. But there's going to be that point where we're going to need entrepreneurs that are going to be looking for a stable environment to work in and thrive in. And, you know, when you're out in the entrepreneurial world for quite a bit, you kind of lose the perspective of why they're so important because you're always on, let's make this work. Let's get the hustle done. It's hustle and grind. That's the, you know, everybody's like, well, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start. I want to change the world. Great. Go change the world. But if you can't, in the meantime, you still need to have the mentality of being an entrepreneur, which is just as valuable. And in some cases, I would suggest even more than being an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur can be a, can, has a hard time being a cog in a wheel. And I know that sounds extremely droll and boring, but I'll tell you what. When you get a big machine like an AT&T, when you get a big machine like a, like a Rogers Communications, it is not, it, it's generally not <clears throat> a good idea to be an entrepreneur in that machine. If you're an entrepreneur building the machine... That's, that's a different story. But if you're inside of it, becoming the cog that wants to be entrepreneurial, coming through with new ideas all the time that not, are not necessarily in line with the vision and mission, 
you could upset the whole balance of, of the, the ecosystem. It could be a problem. So I have a great appreciation for them. And, and even more so, um, you know, after having been at this event. Fun. Enjoyed it. I'm home. It's back to work time. I'm headed back to the house, obviously. I just dropped my son off. Um, and I would love, and I'm probably going to come out and listen to some of you and drop some phone calls. I would love for you guys to comment on everything I just talked about. Uh, if you get a shot. By the way, I think um, I got a notification from Anchor. I'm on uh, free play radio or something like that, too. So wherever you're at, whether it's Google Play, iTunes, or something like that, make sure you're subscribed. If you're not subscribed, go subscribe and share it out. I mean, this is what I talk about. It's not just about the entrepreneurial journey. It's really more about business development. Yeah? It's not a glorified sales title. Can't stand what these companies are doing with business development people. Sales is sales. Biz dev is not just sales. There's a lot more to it than that. And I wish they would get that clear. Anyway, talk to you guys soon. Love you all. Thanks for following. Shout you out for now. <clears throat> so, um, interesting thing happened while I was up in Toronto. Uh, you know how you, you go on these business trips, you're not trying to pack huge bags of, of stuff. I mean, unless you're an exhibitor, then you've got other stuff to bring. But for yourself, for the most part, it's like a two-night stay. <clears throat> really ain't that much going on. So you pack a couple shirts, try to find stuff that's, you know, <clears throat> universally usable. Because uh, you just don't want to be carrying a lot of stuff. And, of course, I always bring one pair of dress shoes and, and my sneakers. Because, you know, there's places to go walking. And I'm sitting down. <clears throat> I'm literally at the venue uh, for check-in and stuff like that. I'm sitting down. And I'm, I'm just, it just happens. I'm thinking about my shoes. I don't know why, but I'm like, it's great. It's comfortable. I love these shoes. I've had them for three years. Um, you know, this is great. It's wonderful. And I, I'm, I start wiggling my toes. And I'm going, man, these things are just so comfortable. And I look down to admire my shoe. And my toe was up. When I looked down, and I happened to notice about an inch and a half to two inch uh, separation between the fabric and the seam. And I'm going, no, come on, really? Oh, this is horrible. I got to buy new shoes in Canada? Uh, for one, no offense, Canada, I want to keep my money here in the U.S., you know? We got enough issues <laughs> with our budget, blah. Um... I know the money goes to, to the same company that I mean and I'm a loyalist to the company that I buy shoes from because their stuff's the only one that I can find the right size. <clears throat> I've got I've got nine and a half triple E feet. Basically short duck flippers. Um and I, I basic I'm thinking, wow, this is gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Where do I go to find shoes? And so I find out that in Toronto in the financial district, which is really close to the exhibition hall, there's this underground, there's underground tunnels so that these people never have to go outside. You know, when it snows up there, it snows pretty bad. So they got to get around. Well, there's this whole underground system of tunnels. <clears throat> and there's like food courts and retailers and I mean, medical, dental, everything's all underground. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like that before. Um, and I don't remember doing that when I was there 20 years ago. I don't remember that underground system, but apparently it's always been there. <clears throat> well, here's the deal. So they say, here, you, we want to go over to... You want to go over and go see uh, this particular deal. 
just go to that underground mall. And so I look it up online because I was looking for the brand name. And they're like, yeah, you got to go to this building. The brand has their own building. And I'm thinking, this is cool. And I get there. <clears throat> and I'm like, well, where's their shop? It's this little, sh I mean, it's like this little shop. It ain't even that big. I'm like, okay. That seems a little counterintuitive. But um, all right. How does that work? So... It works well. I mean, obviously, I got the exchange rate. These shoes were not cheap. The ones that I had, they're like, well, we wouldn't be carrying that one. We would be carrying this one. And I'm going, okay. So the version is double on number. That means that the price is going to be higher. Yes, it was. Um, but, you know, I had to think about it. The ones that I got before that broke, I had for three years. They lasted me three years. What does that tell you about the brand's integrity? They don't make crap. Even though that was the cheaper brand, a cheaper part of their line. I mean, like, really cheap. I mean, this is the stuff you find at Payless Shoes. I'm looking at the Pro version. And it's well over double. Even with the exchange rate, you know, US to Canadian. But, I'm walking in them right now. And they're just as comfortable, brand new. A little bit uncomfortable. I mean, it's got to be broken in. But they're just as comfortable, brand new, as my three-year-old shoes were. Brand integrity, when you're creating a product, you've got to have a solid product that will last. Some people like to do these one-offs where they want consumables. Okay, you still have to have a good product. Or if you're doing something like shoes, they better last. And I mean, they better last. If you want people to remember your brand, because it's what they're going to look down at every morning when they're putting it on their feet. I mean, my dress shoes, there's there's like two or three brands that, I will, that I'll take because I can find my size. <clears throat> the rest, <clears throat> I can't even consider. Because <clears throat> they don't make my brand. They don't make my size. But when you're talking about brand integrity... This is after you've designed it. This is when you've put out whatever product or service. It needs to stand the test of time. It's not just about consistency. It's not just about wow factor. It's about being able to be in the game long term. So, yeah, interesting story. So I went, I went through this whole underground tunnel system. Ended up at the Eaton Center. Completely floored. I haven't been at Eaton's again in 20 years. And I look up and I'm like... How far did I walk? And I looked up on the map because, you know, I had to catch an Uber to go back. Holy cow. I had walked over a mile underground and ended up at Eaton's. And I'm thinking, oh, this is, this is crazy. And I had, I had entertained the thought of walking back. I was getting tired, so I, I got lazy and grabbed an Uber. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee with Mike. April 24th, Monday. A little breezy this morning on my way back from dropping my son. And I've been thinking <laughs> uh, about doing a series here called Have You Ever Noticed? Uh, some of these will probably be super obvious. And some of these may not be. 
And I'm actually wanting to have you guys jump in on this. So, this one's real short. It's a thought that I have. Would like your input. Or if you got one, start this off. Usually I would start it off and I'm like, now all of a sudden I'm looking for stuff to take notice of. And it's an interesting thought. When your mind starts looking for something, it starts finding stuff. Sometimes though, even when your mind's looking for something, you're not sure of what it is that you're not noticing. And by the way, this could be anything, guys. It doesn't have to be about business. It doesn't have to be about where you live. It could be stuff that you see on the news. I'm not talking about politics. Please stay off of politics. But science, nature, <clears throat> silly things. Things that, you know, just kind of make you look at the old Arsenio. Things that make you go, hmm... Something like that. If you got something, call in. I'll post it. Talk to you guys in a minute. Have you ever noticed that when you're standing in line for the airplane, that the amount of time that it takes to get on, get everybody on board that plane, is the same amount of time as if you just waited for your zone and your number to be called? And yet, Everybody stands up and gets in line in hopes that they'll get on faster. Have you ever noticed daylight savings time hasn't saved anybody any time? Have you ever noticed? This one's a Captain Obvious deal. Have you ever noticed that rush hour never really gets that far? Yet everybody's in a rush to get there. Is that why they call it rush hour? Maybe. I would have thought rush hour would have been called rush hour so that people could rush to get home. Not rush to go get stuck and not be able to rush. Did you ever notice that the human mind has an easier time driving, taking in thousands and thousands of much more stimulus than reading? And that it's harder for a mind to comprehend what's written on a piece of paper. Hey, good morning. <clears throat> April 24th. And it is Coffee with Mike. And I wanted to go through something with you today. That I think is necessary. Not just for business. I mean, you guys know I talk about business a lot. But this is just life in general. And that's... The ability to listen. This one's been popping up a lot lately. <laughs> this one's been popping up a lot lately. Is the ability to listen. And listen to understand. Not just hear to respond. Yeah? Like, you're standing there. You're listening to somebody. In the back of your mind, you're thinking, hurry up so I can say what I want to say. There's a real good chance. You're either going to miss the point or you're going to respond talking past someone or end up talking to rather than with someone. And the danger in that is obvious, miscommunication or non-communication or a missed communication, a missed opportunity to communicate. And here's, here's where 
like if you're doing things on a phone, I don't care if it's a sales conversation, an operational conversation, I don't care what it is. A conversation on the phone is usually a support conversation from a face-to-face that you've had. And if you haven't, even more so, it's very important you listen to understand. And if you gotta, say it back. Now this is used in, in sales tactics a lot because you wanna make sure that you understand somebody's pain points. But if you're just talking, it would be a really good idea to still check in or say something relational. Let's say you're talking with your, your grandma or your grandpa, or even your mom and dad and they're getting on an age, or maybe you're you know, in your 20s and you're talking with your mom and dad. <clears throat> and they tell you about something that happened in their youth. <clears throat> You'd be surprised what happens when you listen and really stop for a second. Don't be busy in your mind while listening. This is one of those things where, you know, some people say, well, I'm ADHD, I can't concentrate. You know what, that's bullshit. You also got this other side of your same condition that's called hyperfocus. All right, I know, I have it. And depending on what you decide to do, because this is still a decision, you can listen to just about anything. You could listen to a bird and find the pattern that it sings at. If you listen long enough, and you'll know, we are that powerful, we are that smart. You know, everybody, this whole ADHD thing is another discussion I'm not gonna get into because it's medical. I personally have no support of that because I think it was made up. I honestly think it's human's ability to hyper-process and be able to do a lot at once. Not as a multitasking thing, but as a multi-sequencing thing. So when you're listening and somebody says, like, let's say your mom says, you know, but when we were younger, we had to go to the store this way. You know, relate to it. Wow, you had to walk two miles just to get to the store and then you had to carry all that stuff back. I mean, we push around carts in the, in the, in the grocery store, Ma. And then we take it to a car now. What a difference. You would not believe what that does to that other human when you have shown that you are listening. It's a term called endearment. Again, I'm not a psychologist. I've read psychology books. I've studied some NLP. I'm not certified. But here's the bottom line to that. I mean, the honest, true, layman's bottom line. If you listen, you're not going to miss it. I want to keep that in mind. Whatever that it is. Wishing y'all an amazing Tuesday. There's a lot to get done. Let's go get them. Cha-cha for now. Yo, Mike from Coffee with Mike. What's really good? It's Reese from Medicine Remix. Sorry, it took us uh, a minute and a half to get back to you. Um, Delighted reply as usual, but uh, appreciate your call in and showing us love and showing uh, Benji Himmelfarb love. Actually, uh, 
I um, sent him a message after I heard your um, voicemail call in, voice message, whatever the fuck we're calling this. Hey, you ever notice, uh, since you asked, you ever notice how we're constantly changing the name of this thing that means the same thing? Um, voice message, voicemail, call in, whatever, what have you. But um, yeah, man, uh, I, uh, I talked to uh, Benji and um, expressed... Uh, your kind words uh, to him and he much appreciated it man he um he's up and coming in dc so definitely uh check him out and uh keep checking us out man yeah we appreciate you peace java king what's going on man this is your boy joe lemon just wanted to check in with you thank you so much for those recent uh messages man i've been uh mia on the app i've kind of been bouncing around trying to find you know, to see what other, you know, whether what other apps are going to be really resonating with me right now. And, you know, I find my way back to Anchor every once in a while. <laughs> so I wanted to say what's up, man. Sorry for taking so long to get back to you. And, you know, one of these times, once I'm out in Vegas, I mean, it would be great to just grab some Java, man. Right. I mean, we should do something like that. I go to Vegas not often, but about every other month to just kind of visit a client. So I'm out there enough to to hopefully try to link up with you whenever you're in town as well. But hope hope business is well, man. Sounds like you guys are moving and shaking with your actual startup or with your uh, younger business, at least it sounds like. So look forward to staying in touch, brother. Talk to you soon.